Hello America and everywhere else in the world, welcome back to another episode of Corey Has a Podcast. It is I, your host, Corey Easley, back for revenge. Nah, I'm just kidding, I don't want any revenge, I just want to spread some love, baby. Um, I heard a couple of guys talking about the Harry Potter movies, and every time it comes up, I get prepared to have a debate with somebody. And the debate is always, who's the hero of Harry Potter? i tell you who the hero of Harry Potter is. The fucking name of the movie is named after him. The hero of Harry Potter is Harry Potter. Um, if you've never seen the Harry Potter movies, this is it's way too fucking late. And you should have seen them by now. And if not, then get on it. Because you're missing out. They're so good. They're so fucking good. But the hero of Harry Potter is Harry Potter. It is not... What the fuck's that kid's name again? I really forgot this kid's name. Uh, Nathaniel. What? What's this kid's name? Harry Potter. Character. Uh, Longbottom. Longbottom, right? Hold on a second. Neville. Nathaniel. I used to know a Nathaniel. He passed. Um, Neville. He's no longer with us. He. He's not alive anymore. So Neville Longbottom. Um, is people say, oh, this motherfucker was the hero because he was like this little chubby kid that started getting kind of cute because they caught him at that age. You know who only says he was the hero? Girls who had a crush on him. That's why I, I noticed that. And this one dude who's just a contrarian that I know. He's like, well, it was Neville Longbow. Why was it Neville Longbow? Well, because he cut the head off the snake. Anybody could have fucking done it, all right? One of those fucking redheaded Weasleys could have done it. One of the other wizards, one of the little black wizards, let the black wizards get some glory, right? Walking around with little capes on, little cloaks, dressed up like it's fucking Halloween, right? You wished that this shit was real. Hogwarts and magic and wizards and talking hats and giant dogs that look like hellhounds. How come Satan didn't make an appearance in... in the Harry Potter movie. Well, you know, Lord Voldemort. No, Satan. The actual guy. Um, he was too busy making music, baby. He was too busy making rock and roll. These are theories that I've come up with. I'm trying to get to a place uh, where anytime I'm watching or listening to somebody talk about something like it's the law. Like people are like, well, people should start doing this because blah, 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 blah. I'm always like... When I was a kid, I used to be like, I guess people should start doing this. Now I'm always like, who the fuck do you think you are? And that's the difference between childhood and adulthood. I like to come up with answers to things on my own, which maybe is a gift and a curse. Um, yeah, I was listening to a podcast the other day. And by the other day, I, I mean like two hours ago, barely. Maybe even last night and a little bit into this morning while I was having breakfast. But I was listening to this podcast. Um, good morning, everyone. And this guy goes, yeah, I guess so. You don't give a rat's. You don't give a rat's behind about da 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 And there was two, two adults talking. And I'm like, you don't give a rat's behind? And then I started thinking of all the things you don't give. And people say, I don't give up. Right? The most common one is probably I don't give a fuck. But what about I don't give a shit? 
actually, I don't give a damn is the is the OG, I think. I don't give a... I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit. I don't give a damn. I don't give a rat's ass. Is one that I don't really quite understand. I don't give a rat's donkey shirt. I don't give a rat's arse. Oh, British. Let's look that up. The origin. The... OED, or Oxford English Dictionary, gives the first citation of the phrase from Leon Uris, Battle Cry, in 1953, but if it appeared in print then, it would certainly have been around for a while before that. They also give a possibly related phrase, I don't give a dead rat, from Mark Twain, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Where did the phrase, I don't give a rat's ass, come from? The phrase, I don't give a rat's ass, originated from the phrase, I don't give a damn. To damn something meant to curse it and curse it to go to hell. And to say, I don't give a damn meant I don't care either way or that I am indifferent. Wow. People don't realize how powerful the shit that they're saying is, right? Like, because I didn't really have a reaction until I saw the thing say, I am indifferent. I think indifference is one of those ones that, um, like, when you're indifferent towards something, you really don't give a shit about it. Either way, right? Like, it's not even necessarily... Because when you feel strongly about something, you might be angry at it. It might make you upset. You might feel so strongly that you're trying so hard to ignore it. When you feel indifferent towards something to the point where even if it was right in front of you, you didn't, you wouldn't give a shit. That is a fucking. That's another level of not giving a shit. So now I get it. So just think about it next time you say you don't give a shit or a fuck or a rat's ass or a damn. Um, frankly, my darling, I don't give a damn. Those are powerful words. <clears throat> Now, I know I opened up talking about Harry Potter. It doesn't fucking matter what I talked about. I tell you what, I got something to celebrate today. I gained a follower. I gained a follower on Spotify and immediately. Oh, Jesus Christ. The cat just came in here. I wonder if you guys heard that. Um, Immediately, I started hearing the J. Cole song, The Climb Back, started playing in my head. Everything come back around full circle. Why the lies sound pleasant, but the truth hurtful. Everybody got a cry once in a while, but how long will it take for you smile? This is that climb back to life shit. Um, I started immediately feeling like that. It's so funny how dramatic I am. I'm like, fuck it, it's falling apart, it's crumbling to the ground, um, dump it, trash it, set it on fire, and get it the fuck out of my face, I don't even want to look at it, and then I was like that when I was a kid, I remember I'd get a fresh new pair of kicks, fresh new pair of uptowns, all white, you get one scuff on them, I hate them now, fuck these shoes, I remember like, You got a brand new phone. You get one crack on the screen, fuck this phone. You just care about it less and less and less and less. So for me, once something goes a little bit wrong, and this is one of my biggest biggest, uh, flaws. It's a flaw, right? People used to 
call them flaws. Now they call them toxic traits. And one of my biggest flaws is that um, something starts falling apart. And I'm like, ah, well, fuck it. Fuck it now. Toss it. Throw it in the trash. It's bullshit. Um, and, that, and I'm working on it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I had severe OCD. I was just talking about the other day how bad my OCD was. And I never really thought about it until I, I was an adult. And I don't, you know... The real thing is, I just don't like being one of those people that says I have something. Well, I have depression. Well, I have anxiety and blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't want to have anything. I just want to be a regular person who just deals with life and fucking faces it raw dog, right? But I remember when I was a kid, and I think you would call this OCD, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but, like, if I touch something with one hand... I had to touch it with the other hand just to even it out. Like, otherwise it would... Oh, Jesus Christ. That's my alarm. Did you hear that shit? Not, not going to let it derail me. Um, if I touch something one hand, I had to touch it with the other hand. Otherwise, I, I would be like super fucking anxious that I didn't get to do it. Um, so I would try not to touch stuff <laughs> to avoid that. Um, and even to the point where like, if I touched it with like, my index finger, my middle finger, my ring finger. I had to touch with those same three fingers on the other hand. If I put deodorant on, I had to do like 17 swipes on one arm. And 17 on the other. Like I would count. Like I'd be like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Um, I would sometimes say words and then repeat them. But like lip. But just with my lips with no sound coming out. And it was crazy. I had to train myself out of that. Um, for a while, because I was like, this shit's weird, and one day somebody's going to notice how fucking crazy I am. Nobody ever really noticed. I think one day somebody said something to me when I was like in middle school. Because it was when I was young as hell. Um, but I just didn't want to stand out in a negative way. I just did not want to be perceived as a weird kid because getting called weird was different like getting called weird was became cool and i remember when it became cool i remember being a little bit upset about it because of how hard i fought (laughs) how hard i fought to not be considered a weird kid um and then it just became fucking cool so the lesson here is it's whatever the thing that you have that's not popping right now, that shit might start popping at some point, right? Like, maybe you're a little bit weird. Maybe you wear something that people think is stupid. And then all of a sudden, it's not stupid anymore. You know, I used to make fun of motherfuckers that wore mesh tank tops. And you could just wear a mesh tank top now. I used to make fun of it. I used to be like, what kind of dumbass bullshit is that? It's not even real. It's like the guy's wearing like a basketball hoop on his as a shirt. And, you know, it's fashionable. Now, it's not to say that people aren't allowed to have their own opinions, right? I think everybody's really entitled to their opinion. And I think people talk about this shit a lot. Like people say, yeah, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. But people don't really mean it. Like, people say, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, and people mean, people say that, and they feel like they mean it until someone has an opinion that they don't like, right? 
which is childish and stupid and ignorant and all the other synonyms to those words. When someone has an opinion that I disagree with, I all I think is okay. Like when Jay Z was like, "I'm not black, I'm OJ." Okay, like when motherfuckers say some shit I don't agree with, I'm really like, okay. Because I know that I got plenty of things. I got plenty of ideas and opinions that not everybody is going to agree with. Especially nowadays, right? It's kind of extreme to like hear everyone or not everyone because I feel like we say everyone so casually. Most of the people in your community and in your bubble will tend to feel a certain way. And that's why you associate with those people. That's like your tribe. That's your community. You feel comfortable there because you fit into that group. I got shit that I hear motherfuckers say and I'm like, I guess. Or I feel indifferent towards this thing. So I don't fucking know. Corey, how do you feel about this? I don't know. I never really thought about it. Really? Yeah, really, really. I've never thought about it. Oh, well, do you hate it? No, I just said I've never thought about it before. Well, can you think about it now real quick <laughs> so I can so I can know what you think about it? No, I can't. I don't care that much about it. I care about a lot of fucking things, though. I think we get caught up in <clears throat> talking about how much we don't give a fuck or a damn or a rat's ass or any of that shit, but I care about a lot of stuff. I just don't happen to... Always care about the thing that's popular to care about at the moment. Um, And sometimes I do too, right? Like I'm not like too fucking cool for school. But uh, I care about a lot of shit. I care about animals. Well, if you care about animals so much, how come when the guy in the orange vest on 23rd Street tried to stop you to talk about the ASPCA, you didn't stop and talk to him? Because I had somewhere to be and fuck that guy, you know? If I wanted to donate to the ASPCA, I'll go on the ASPCA website. I used to do that job. That shit is no joke. Standing out on the street trying to talk to motherfuckers. It wasn't necessarily about the ASPCA. I remember when I was in high school. I was in the Bronx in front of this little video game store in Parkchester. And this is the thing about the Bronx. The fucking Bronx will have a store that sells video games, cell phones... Uh, fucking uh, shaving razors like Norelco and Gillette and shit, like electric and not and fucking manual. Uh, they'll have fucking they'll sell black and milds for motherfuckers who like to smoke those little fucking cigars that make the whole corner smell like a fucking black and mild with a little mouthpiece on them. You know what I'm talking about? They sell all types of shit. Hair product. Fucking weaves. They sell weaves. Remember seeing weaves all the time? If you grew up in the hood, you know what I'm talking about. And your mom brought you into a fucking... Especially, you grew up in the hood around black people. And you walk into a fucking weave store. And there's just a ponytail in a package. Like like a fucking Batman toy would be in a package, right? Never understood it. As a child. Now I get it, right? Obviously. 
but I never understood it. Um, cause all I thought was like, all right, well, when I go to the store and get something for myself, it's usually like a toy, like an action figure or whatever. That's how I would cut deals with my mom. She'd be like, oh, come with me to here. Come with me to this place that you fucking would never in a million years want to go to and I'll buy you a toy. And I'm like, shit. This is how I develop. This is where I started developing. This is what I call life endurance. You deal with the shit that sucks in order to eventually win. And uh, the shit that sucked for me as a young boy was going to the fucking grocery store with my mom. And it's not because I didn't want to go food shopping with my mom. It's cool to go to the food shopping with your mom because uh, you get a say in the snacks and shit and the, and the food in the house, right? Like, your other siblings didn't want to come. Fuck them. You go with your mom. You're like, she's like, you think I should get this flavor or that flavor? And you're like, well, this flavor because I'm in charge now because nobody else wanted to fucking come, right? You get a say. You're like part of the committee. You know, you're on the government of, of, of the home. You're, 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 you're in a higher up position than the motherfuckers who stayed home and didn't want to participate. So, yeah, that was a cool, that was a win, right? I would go, get a thing, boom, and then you, you kind of get rewarded in somehow. And you, and you have to deal with the bullshit a little bit, right? Like my mom would sometimes get too much shit. And we didn't have a car. We had to fucking do loaded farmer's carries. All the time. I was carrying shit. That shit made me strong as hell as a kid. Carrying a bunch of groceries. Um, But my mom had this habit of talking to every fucking body. Like if she ran into someone she knew, she stops. You You know people when you run into someone on the street, you know them. And you just say hi and bye. Hey, what's going on? I'll catch you later. And you keep it moving. My mom doesn't know how to do that. Still now to this day. She stops. And she stops in front of you like like she's playing defense. Like you can't even go any further. Like Like when you play tag and you're trying to get to the base. But the person is fucking doing this. You know, they're trying to juke you and shit, trying to get by. Like, my mom will stop motherfuckers in their tracks to talk to them. And I'm like, God, I don't even think this person wants to stop and talk to you. And I could always tell the people who did want to stop and tell you. There were people who had no no fucking life and nothing, nowhere to go. Nowhere to be. They just stopped. And they just would talk to my mom on the street. And it drove me nuts. Because it took forever for me to get to doing what I wanted to do. I did you a favor. I came with you. Um, and yeah, that's what she did. But there were other times where I would get like a reward, right? Like it'd be like, and then I'll buy you a toy if you come with me to the fucking beauty supply store. Until this day, I don't fucking walk into beauty supply stores. I just don't. I have no need to, right? Sephora? Nope. I was just saying last week that I think I've only been into Sephora maybe twice, maybe three times. And I know I've only been in there like once by myself in my whole life. This is one of those stores I don't need to go into. There's no need for it. Well, what do you wash your face with? Noxzema. That's what I use. I got that glow, baby. I used to have really bad skin, actually, as uh, as a teenager. At one point, there was like a time where I would have like five cystic pimples on my fucking forehead. 
And now, I don't have that problem anymore. But it's because I'm grown. You know, your body just doesn't want to do it anymore. It just doesn't want to... I don't know what the fuck it takes, right? You know, I used to... And I tried everything. You tried proactive. Proactive makes you need proactive. Um... You try. You go to the the fucking dermatologist, and they give you the shit with the salicylic acid, and then you go, oh, this is the same shit that they have in the Neutrogena face wash, and then you go and you fucking. But some people have really severe um, skin problems, and that shit really kills your confidence. Um, so I'm happy that I didn't have to necessarily deal with that too bad as I got older. It kind of cleared up, but. I always feel so bad for people with, like, horrible face skin because it's, like, the fucking first thing people look at, you know? You got to think about how lucky you are sometimes. Uh, But circling back to the Harry Potter thing, listen, I don't want to be a jerk about this, but all I'm going to say is Harry Potter, the reason I loved Harry Potter is because he was just this little guy who came from a bullshit home life who had no fear the kid was fearless in the face of all the adversity he just said fuck it i'm just gonna jump right into it like i thought it was so cool that he was so brave just a little nerdy kid with glasses on and um with a little lightning bolt shaped scar on his forehead he was, his, Harry Potter was gangster as fuck. And he had his little crew and they loved him and supported him even when he was wilding the fuck out. And uh, he did his thing. So, fuck Neville Longbottom. I don't give a fuck about him. He's not the hero. Harry Potter is the hero. Harry Potter was talk, saying the name Voldemort. Like, everybody's like, oh, he whose name should not be spoken. And he was like, who, Voldemort? This fucking guy? He was calling him out. So I'm always going to respect Harry Potter for that. Listen, guys, if you got any questions or have a disagreement about who the hero of Harry Potter is, you should shoot me an email at CoreyHasAPodcast at gmail.com. If not, shut the fuck up and have a nice day. No, seriously, have a nice day, everybody. Take care of yourselves. Take care of the people you love. I'll see you all next time. All right? Later.